Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now, here she is in five, four, three, two, one. You're tuning in to Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. My guest today is Jack O'Halloran. And yes, he is back, guys. So let's give him a welcoming ear. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my show. So excited. I have back with us today the great Jack O'Halloran. Jack, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I am so well, I'm so blessed, and so happy to have you here. So how's life been treating you? What's what's been going on lately? Well, we're just, you know, working on 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 these things like Zoom and Skype and telephones until this uh dilemma passes us by and we can go back to work again. You know, a lot out of our houses now. Oh yeah. It's getting yeah. like crazy. You know, they just uh they just passed the thing out here in California. You can't go in any store without mask and gloves and Yeah, that's it won't true. let you in if you don't have the proper stuff on. It's it's I mean the the, the fear that they're putting in people is to me is out just outlandish. I just don't it is. I get I get a little bit irked at some of the stuff that they're doing because to shut everything down just because of a virus and let it get out of control like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So they're forcing people to use communications like we're doing right now. It's amazing how many things are on Zoom now and, and you know. School Skype and everything. And, yeah. my, whole, my school I work at, the whole school, is, I have to call the parents to, to set the, um, to give them the password and all the kids are learning on Zoom. It was so yeah. much that I mean, they it's, it's a way It's getting to be like a new way of life, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. not not good that people just aren't out, you know, commuting together. It's just, uh, you know, but hopefully it'll change. I think there's more behind this than just this virus. It's, oh, yeah. I think this is the whole banking scenario. And I mean, from what I see and the things I'm doing worldwide, there's a there's a lot more going on than, than what they're telling people. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, but to put this kind of fear in people, is what irks me, you know? Yeah. It was really making me mad the other day. I had to turn off the TV. I couldn't find my remote. But, you know, it, just, it really got to me that they just kept spewing out the numbers of deaths. That's all they kept. They weren't talking about anything else. No condolences. No, you know, anything. Just kept No, they're just doing a fear again. This is, you know, yeah. and then they're telling you that, you know, that they're going to put out a vaccine. And if you don't get vaccinated, you'll never be able to get your driver's license or anything else. And. And I I, I I will not be dictated through that way. That's that's insanity. And like you, know, you know what else I think, Jack? I think personally, because, you know, like you said, to, you know, people, they're putting fear in them and they're, no, actually, you know, like you said, you, you won't be dictated. And they're seeing that people are actually going to do these and people are. And they put us in the house and they, they leave you with your TV and all your electronics, you know, you see. Everybody's giving you a pass on your bills, your TVs. Nothing's getting shut off. They need us put away in this house, looking at that TV because some people can't help themselves. That's not healthy to just, you know, listen to this mess. 
And then everything they say, do, they suggest, because, you know, they suggest it kind of like, you don't have to do it, you know, and then people do it. So then they give you something else and then, and everybody just flowing with it and nobody's stopping to say, wait a minute, let me think for myself here. You know, like. Yeah, it's, it's just not, I, I just don't buy it. I, I'm sorry. I, I have a, I guess I'm too old school. Yeah. I just don't buy it. It's just, just I think it bothers me. Are we going to do? How much are we willing to do? You know? Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, they wanted to, I, I mean, I knew there were a lot of changes in, in, in banking and corporate structures and stuff that were going to happen. And, and it's been coming. I didn't know whether I'd live to see it, but you know, there's a lot of, a lot of CEOs that have stepped down because they all got caught in all the cheating and stuff that's been going on for the last 20 years. And a lot of things are going to be exposed supposedly, but, um, no, we'll see. We'll see just where, I mean, they're doing all this confinement for a reason. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, it's going on. And it irks me because we're in the middle of doing some really good stuff. And now they've, uh, you know, like everything's just shut down. And they, and, and I, I don't like it when they put fear in people the way they're doing it. It's just, uh, yeah. I think it's nonsensical. And there's, there are antibiotics you can take that wash this virus out of your system. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a virus there, but I think it was implanted. Uh, but people die from viruses every year. And they're, they're making such a big deal about this one. And it's just really, and then they don't have the proper testing. So you don't know how many people really have it or, you know, what the, what the dilemma of it is because there's no proper testing kits in places. And that's ridiculous. Yes. Very, it's very totally ridiculous. So it's, you know, and there's so many things. The media are really naughty in certain ways where they, 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 they put out so many conspiracy theories that they've got everybody so confused. They don't know whether the right hand's looking at the left hand. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, very much so. Because I get different stuff from everybody and everybody's kind of like, don't, they don't know what, you know, what to think. You well, know? you know, it's and like, I, my, I have a sister who's like a, a nurse practitioner, like close to a doctor in New Jersey. And they, they, uh, they want her to see patients on Zoom. How do you take a patient's temperature on Zoom? How do wow. you, you know, how do you do certain things? She said, it's, it's kind of ridiculous what they're doing and wow. the way that they're doing it. And then they don't give you the proper tools to play with. You know, it's, uh, how can you have honest numbers if you don't have the testing equipment to test people properly? And there are a lot of people that are surviving this thing. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. there's a lot of people. Elderly people too. Elderly people. Oh yeah. I mean, Prince Charles and there's a lot of notary people, but then there's a lot of people who are, they come out with this theory that, that computers like we're doing right now are causing this virus. And yeah, in England, they burnt down like five or six towers. Wow. which cut off all the communication when you burn a tower down people can't communicate so that puts more fear in people i mean it's just ludicrous what they're it's just it's gotten out of hand yeah it really has you know i remember it first started off with the whole toilet paper that was the first thing like people said my son called me at work he said mom walmart the whole store is out of toilet paper i was like what 
He said, yeah, he said, they're saying it's doomsday in here. All these like, stores. I mean, you can't, are you telling me that the corporations, the companies that manufacture that can't get a constant supply into in the stores? That's, that's ridiculous. That's what I said. And then that's I thought totally that too, ridiculous. about totally the medical ridiculous. supplies. I was like, how don't you have any more? There's somewhere that makes it so just have them keep making more. Well, <laughs> the problem is that they, you know, they, a lot of stuff is made in China. Mm. True, and true, they true. don't want the stuff coming from China because they think it's contaminated. I mean, it's just, it's like a, it's like a, a bang on effect of yeah. what's going on here. It's just kind of really, really ridiculous, boy. I seen something pop up on my uh, media screen today saying that there was a miscommunication that it wasn't coming. Whoever, whoever came, I forgot the man's name, older man. He came from uh, know, China or Europe, but they said that it came from Europe and not China. And no, it actually came from China. It yeah. leaked out of the laboratory in Wuhan, and that's a fact. And it did do that, and whether they did it purposely or whatever, but the fact that they didn't jump on this and, and put do something about it immediately, and now they're saying it's going to take X amount of time to get a vaccine and all this other shit. I mean, to me, it's just a big pharma has mm -hmm. too much to say here. Yeah, it, is, it really is. You know, my friend, he had a, a recording, you know, the series, like Alexa and the series app. Yeah. And he decided to ask Siri, he said, Siri, what is the COVID-19? Siri said, COVID-19 is a bio something uh, put out by the government to, uh, to yeah, to basically, uh, it was purposely done and something they wanted to try something and uh it went and it got out of control she said it just like that she said and it got out of control now who in the world programmed that her to say that <laughs> uh, they got there's so many you got so many theories that the media and the media run down the street with every tom dick and harry which is and that's just instilling fear in people and that's that to me is really the cruelest thing they're doing and that's how you do it because you get people fearful I mean, they have here i live at the beach here and the beaches are closed. On on the side of the street that the beach is at, you can't walk on that pavement, yet you can walk on the pavement across the street from it. Wow. That, that makes no sense. You know, the wow. things that they're doing is, is just, they're just confining people. And it's just mm -hmm. not, you know, it's, it's, it's just not good, not healthy. You have it's to be not. outside to get vitamin D from the sun. Yes, air, all that. To That's build exactly. your immune system, I mean, all yeah. this stuff about your immunity and, and washing your hands a thousand times. And I mean, God, when I was a kid, we played in the dirt all day long. And, and you're you know, fine. You know, it built your immunity system, gave you, you know, combatants in your immune system. Exactly. They got people, they have people so afraid of, of touching a grain of dirt. It, it's kind of ludicrous. Mm -hmm. How do you build up an antibody against your immune, with your immune system if you don't, you know, mingle with nature exactly that's what i said i said all these centuries all these years you know what i mean just like a few weeks ago like a month ago you know what i mean and i work with kids and those guys you know they don't they're not very sanitary you know and um well, you know when and, you're a kid the kids kids are playing in the street they're playing here they're playing there you're touching dirt i mean it's it's just part of human nature exactly and you, you know some you, kind of defense yeah I, I just it's just you know I don't know. I just, I just don't like what I see. That's... Me neither.
don't like what I see at all. I'm just uh, waiting to see what the bottom. I'm waiting to see what the bottom line is going to be here. Yeah, me too. I, I deal in high financing, and 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 we're you know putting projects together that require large banking situations, and and I'm watching how the banking is changing, and and I think that that's a lot to do with behind what's going on. So it's uh, we'll see. We just you know, it's time will tell all things. Yeah. Very true, very true. Very true. It's very disturbing. You know. Because you know, a lot of people are falling gonna fall for it and it's like I don't know. Well, you know, I can it's like education on having teaching kids on Zoom. I mean that's all well and good and yes, kids can learn, but but you still have to inter intermingle with people to learn yeah. people skills. Yeah. That's, that's one of the problems with teenagers today. Mm -hmm. Everything is texting. They're texting. They don't see people face to face. Yep, exactly. You know, when I was raised as a child, you know, you met people head on, face to face. How do you learn about people if you don't if you don't interface with them? Yeah, or you, you learn have... by playing a game on a computer and, and and allowing someone to build whatever fantasy about themselves that they want to build. Exactly. You know, that's just that's not good. I don't yeah. buy that. You know, just. Yeah, I, I did it. I did a, a podcast uh, the other day about you know because when I was at school, I also did safe safety on the playground, you know, and, and you know, I focused around the social skills and getting along and how to interact and how to deal with your own prop, you know, solve your own problems, you know, and, and all that yeah. stuff was very important. So now they're in the house, and so I was I try to help the parents and I do podcasts, things they can do with them, and then also that part that they're not getting you know, but not socializing with, with their peers anymore and how important recess and those breaks and all that that is. So they can build those social skills, which they were already having a problem with anyway. So now this right here just, you know, so. Well, I, I mean, it's just like, how, how, do you, how do you embrace or hug somebody on a computer? Yeah. Well, according to the doctor, I can't remember his name, started with an F. He just went. I just saw his uh, the post on the news today. He said that from now on we should we should get rid of this one thing that we do. And he said you should not shake people's hands anymore. And then Trump said that he thought shaking hands has always been barbaric, and that he doesn't stand really stand for it. He he doesn't shake hands. He he's a, a hand a phobia uh, you know like a phobia like he doesn't like shaking people's hands. And he said that they were talking about getting rid of that. How do you get rid of shaking hands? What I've been you, shaking what are you hands saying? with people for years, and it didn't, didn't. I didn't see my skin fall off. But how do you get rid of that? So uh, you're telling that's... me you're going to put something in place where people don't, you do not shake hands anymore? Because they said that shaking hands came from back somewhere in a in war, some some war where that's how you show the other person that you didn't have a weapon or something. Okay, great, but you can't stop people from reaching out and shaking someone. One's hand. I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, great. Wash I, your hands, listen, but. you know, if you go back in, <laughs> if you go back in time, and you go back way back in time, people embraced each other. Mm -hmm. You go certain certain uh, uh, Italy and, and and Europe, and you go back years and years, centuries. You know, people people not just shook hands; they embraced each other. You know, exactly what I was when they greeted people, they embraced each other. So now you're telling me that shaking hands is, is a separation point. 
Yeah, you it know, is. And if you're taking that away, how do you communicate with people? I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I, I, when I see, when I have to like have to go to the stores and I see how people are and nobody's really, everybody's kind of like walking around like they're scared of each other and barely want to speak. Well, or, I mean, what am I going to do? Kiss you on the computer? <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you enjoy with people? It just doesn't make any sense. With the fear they're putting out, they have people not even wanting to anyway. People scurry to move out of the way or they, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's no, part of your, you know, your, your DNA functions on a certain level. Yeah. Your, your, your wholeness, your wholeness as a person, you have outlets that you have to do. And if you don't do them, then you have a lot of backup confusion in your brain Yeah. because you just, the, the anatomy is not made that way. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, you can't, you can't force people into confinement right. and not interfacing with people. Then, there's a cycle in your life that you have to complete. And if you don't complete it, then there's there's problems and people already have problems because they yeah. don't they don't they don't exert themselves wholly the way as a whole individual. Yeah. You know, they're shutting themselves down in certain areas. Well, that just blocks you all up and just gets you, you know, you can't can't do everything by a computer. It seems like that's what they're trying to do and it's just not natural. Not not yeah. not a good idea. I just At don't, all. you know. People being stuck nothing up in like the, house. the real. Th <laughs> There's an old saying. There's nothing like the real thing, baby. You know. Yeah, a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, people just stuck in the house. That drives somebody crazy after a while. You know, you, and there's some people that shouldn't be stuck in the house. You know, you have. I, I was concerned about the kids that school was the better place, and it wasn't a good home, and and then the the domestic violence. It just there's so many situations that that are out, out there and to just have someone just in the house, not being able uh, to- I just, you know, the whole, the air the whole and, scenario of the school system has changed so much from, from when I was a child in school. And, and I went to Catholic school as, as, as a young man. And we had 80, 90 children in a classroom with one nun. And you learn, I mean, you could hear pins drop in the, in the classroom. And, you know, it's just, they, you, you may have had a, a much sterner way of doing things, but you learned how to read and write and understand. You know, a lot of things were the discipline that was extracted out of, out of nuns and stuff like that. People said, well, you can't raise your hands to it. Well, you know, that's, to me, discipline is discipline. Yeah. And it, it didn't hurt me when I was a kid. Me neither. <laughs> you know, it helped me actually, you know. Well, actually, you know, and I'll tell you the truth. If I got, if a nun, if a nun smacked me in school and I went home and said I got hit in school and they said, well, you must have done something awful bad. And then you get another beating, you know. So it was just kind of um, the word, what's missing in our society today? amongst kids and amongst people is the word respect. Always, for sure, if you don't that. respect yourself, how are you going to respect somebody else? Yeah, you can't. And if you don't exactly. interface with people, how do you know who you're respecting or why? Exactly. There's no lesson there. You're not learning. You understand? It's just, it, it's the way, it's like, okay, they, they just did a film. 
show you how they, they take and explore things and do their own version of it. They just did a film called The Irishman, Scorsese, and and told a story and, and that is totally Hollywood. You understand? Yeah. The people wow. the story that they told is not real because I knew Frank Sheeran. He was from Philadelphia. And he did not kill Jimmy Hoffa and he did not kill Joe Gallo. And they have him professed as being this this hitman hitman. Well, that's a lie. You know, the whole story is made up by Hollywood. It was well acted and all that. Well, goods. But they're 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 putting Hollywood stories out there that aren't real. Right. You know? Yep. And stuff like that always bothered me. You know, it's just, uh, it's why we wrote the book that we wrote, because we're going to tell the truth about a lot of things that went on in our society. Yeah, I remember we, we spoke about that. So how how is that coming along? So uh... It's all well. You know, we just need to get rid of this shutdown so we can get on with it. Yeah. You know, where it's, it's everybody's very excited about doing this because, we're going to tell the truth about a lot of things that happened in society, including Kennedy's assassination. Why and what really happened that day and why it happened. And there is a real reason. And they come up with 20 different scenarios and the media once again has diverted everybody's thinking away from. You understand? Yeah. The one bullet theory, that's all hogwash. Oswald. Oswald never was Oswald wasn't even in the building. He was a he, he was a patsy that was used. Wow. So there's you know and the media sold it to people. Now, years later, every 10 years, another bit of information comes out and tells the truth about things. John Kennedy was shot three times that day, not once. Wow. And that's that's been verified and, and come out medically proven. So, you know, Jack, basically what people, you know, what we have to do as a people is start researching and educating ourselves to uh and, and just not buy into uh you know, whatever well the media, the media, just... the media you know, people sit in front of a television every day watching the news not understanding that that news is made to win awards. They don't tell you the truth of what's really going on in the world. They tell you what they want you to know. Yeah, I just told my son that the other day. And people sit there glued to that thing and they swear to God, this is what's real, this is what's happening. Well, I was in Dallas the day Jack Kennedy got killed. I was there. So you're not going to tell me what I know, what I've seen, and what I really knew happened. Yeah. You understand? And the fabrication that they come out with in the Warren Commission and all the other stuff, it was all all media driven. And yeah. none of it the truth. Wow. Yeah, I just had this talk with my son the other day. That's the reason why we're writing the books we're going to write. And we're going to tell the truth about situations that happened that were main turnstiles of our society things that cause things to turn wheel and happen you understand yeah that's awesome because 
been lied to for too long. Well, you know, so I was lies. raised around people that Meyer Lansky and, and Frank Costello, and, and I knew these people, Charlie Luciano. You know, and, and there were people that have, of, of a serious commitment in life. My father was assassinated in 1957 because he wouldn't go in the dope business. He controlled all the ports of America, and he said, we're not bringing that shit in through my ports. Ain't happening. And they tried to tell him, Albert, it's all about money. It's about business. He said, I didn't sign up for this. And when you see the Godfather, and, and they went to Brando, and Brando said, if we touch it, our children will touch it. It'll be a downfall of the families. My father said that. Wow. And it was true. Because people forgot how to make money. And they got involved in this in this in this drug orientation business that is just so ludicrous, and it's sad. And the addictions that are there, and, and, and you can't tell me that that people haven't turned to look at. They have they have so many holistic things that work today that were that worked a hundred years ago. Yeah. But big pharma got involved. Yeah. People don't. Let me ask you a question. When do you think the first prohibition of this country was? What was the first mm -hmm. prohibition in America? The alcohol. Uh, no, um... no. Look up, you look up, you, you, you're a teacher at school, right? Yes. Okay. Look up what's, go on your computer and look up the Harrison Act. Harrison Act. I the Harrison Act was in 1914. And what the Harrison Act was about, and they were, congressmen and senators that were against it big time but it got pushed through what the harrison act did it gave big pharma a right to control drugs before the harrison act you could buy marijuana across the counter in a store and there was no problem with it there was cocaine and coca-cola yeah i heard that was a thing yeah. you got to understand something and this is so logical People back in 1910 and 1920, and, and that era, when you got married, you stayed married. People had eight, nine, ten children. Women were housewives. They're having all these children, and there's a lot of fatigue set in. So doctors, after the Harrison Act was put out, doctors had the right to write prescriptions for that gave women speed to wake up in the day and Valium to go to sleep at night. Well, all those drugs were going into these people's bodies. And when you give birth, all that is in your blood, it's going into the blood of a new child. So they came out with a documentary in the early 70s called The Littlest Junkie. It was seen once. And what it was about were babies that were born in a hospital, and it was the New York hospital that brought this to life. Babies who were born, they were screaming, they were crying. No one could figure out what the problem was. And one bright doctor said, hold it. These children are going through withdrawal. Their bellies are cramping because they're going through a drug withdrawal. Wow. They only showed that documentary once on television. Wow. But it's a true story. If you're a mother and you're giving birth to a child, your blood goes through that child's body until it's born, does it not? Yep, very true. It keeps it alive, does it not? So if you're taking drugs in your body, 
That's in your blood. Yeah. That blood's going into that child. So that child's being born with addictions. Yep. A lot of that is. is and no on. one ever talks about that. Nope. Surely does it. Everybody talked about the 60s and sex, drugs, and rock and roll and how everybody was so susceptible to, to getting involved with smoking marijuana and all this. And there, there you go back in the 50s and 60s and, and everybody was involved with marijuana. They went to jail and all this other stuff. Now it's the biggest moneymaker there is out there. Mm -hmm. How much hypocrisy is that? The only reason why they never legalized marijuana in years ago is because they couldn't find a way to tax it. Texas, exactly. That's what I said. I said they would, if they could tax crack and cocaine, all that right now, they just find a medical reason. Maybe people could buy that too. But cannabis, yeah. cannabis was always, always had. You know, the marijuana, the marijuana plant has health, health things that help people. Yeah, it does a lot. CB a lot. oils, the CB oils are are a big cure all for a lot of things. Now, you can grow industrial hemp that the flower doesn't have the THC in it. Yeah. You, it's just mm -hmm. the pure oil. The pure oil, Understand? Yep. So there, and the Indians had this years ago. People had to grew this stuff years ago. Industrial hemp is gonna be a new revolution for construction. It's harder than steel, better, and it's just, the, the attributes are so much better all the way across yeah. the board. Sure, and, and they sure. just don't, you know, they, they put it to the sideline because of the steel industry, the concrete industry, all these things that are just, you know, now society's going to change to go through some great changes. But oh, medically, yeah. medically, what makes me laugh, I sit back and I, I see them saying, oh, marijuana stock, cannabis, cannabis stock, and you're making so much money, blah, 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 blah. Ten years ago, they were putting people in jail for it. Yep. <laughs> Yes, they were. I was now, like, they're, yeah. now, now they're pushing them to grow it. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you're putting them in jail because they're making money. What you don't understand is that the that. government's been growing that stuff for years. And, and, and the stuff that they grew, it was a much stronger strain than what was being grown naturally. As far as the hallucinogenics of it. Getting stone deal. The whole uh, thing is such hypocrisy. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and Jack, people I never just really... don't people don't look at that. They mm -hmm. they look right beyond it. I never bought how many the kids, how many guys are in jail today because of, 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 of drug dealing, marijuana. Yeah. yeah. And that's just because the government product. couldn't make money off of it, so they put them away because they were making money. They were now it's turned money. around the other way. Now they're going to get rid of, now the, the cigarette companies are buying all the marijuana distributors because they know smoking is going to be exposed totally as to how detrimental it is to your health. Yes. And that's, that's why I was going to say that. But do you know what the gonna... most, do you know what the most damaging part of a cigarette is? Isn't it the little, the filter part? The what? Is it the, the filter or the? No, it's the paper. Paper. Uh, you know what makes uh, the paper? You know what makes the paper burn so hot and even? There's an ar there's a an element in the paper called arsenic. Oh dear. And that's why people get lung cancer and different. They, you're putting arsenic in your body every time you smoke cigarette. Wow. And no one. And the reason that was never ever disclosed is because the biggest industry in America is the paper industry. Yeah. 
yeah, that to me, that's why uh, I never really bought the hype with the whole marijuana thing because I was like, well, if you sell us poison, cigarettes and alcohol, you know what I mean? So how do you justify not, you know, the marijuana, but you'll sell us, you'll sell people cigarettes that get cancer, alcohol, as people are, you know, dying, you know, becoming addicted. Uh, Listen, alcoholism, alcoholism is something that people are born with. You don't drink too many drinks to get it. It's, it's a disease that a person is born with, yeah. and it's an addiction, and yeah. it's, it's a craving that they cannot turn away, but there is a solution for it, and there are yeah. people who have put it down, and, and, and they, they go to meetings, they do yeah. the things they need to do in a day, and yeah, they have haven't touched a drink for years. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that uh, you understand? went AA and NA, yeah. And, and it works, and it, it works does. only if you work it, only yeah. if you put it in your life, and it's a daily mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, no for the cure. rest of their life. Yeah, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Not a cure. It's something that you have to do every day. You have to want and it. People, yeah. people, people, you know, I, I, it just makes me, I, you know, I, I just, the hypocrisy about things is diabolical. Yeah. Diabolical. So yeah. I just, you know, I, I, and, the, and the ignorance of people, mm-hmm. how they approach things and how they, and 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 the separating people away from people is one of the, is one of the things that's creating tragedy. And you know, one of the greatest things our country had was democracy, freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and that started to change back in the days when they put welfare in place. Mm-hmm. Because prior to that. If you had a problem, your neighbor next door helped you out or the guy down the street helped you out, your neighborhood played together. And then they come out with, with, with welfare and it separated people and formed what's called socialism. Yeah. Because people started dependent on the government instead of their neighbors. You understand? Yeah. And, and as simple as that sounds, that's the truth. Yeah. And when they got away, the government wanted to get away and have each state be be accountable for their own welfare division. And this happened in Chicago. They in Illinois, they when when it was taken over by the private sector, they they said, you know, we're going to get down to the bottom of this. And they made it available for a person to learn how to work. All right. And they took an example of a woman. And she said, well, I've got a couple of children at home. I can't do this. I can't take classes. They said, we'll, we'll put the children in, in an educated confinement during the day while you're in a classroom learning how to work. And, well, I don't have the proper clothes. They gave her, pro- well, I need, gl-. they gave her glasses. Well, I don't have the transportation. They got her there. She sat in the classroom for a week and said, got up and walked out. And the guy said, where are you going? She said, I cannot learn how to work. And they said, well, if you don't learn how to work, then we're not going to give you your welfare check. Oh, yeah, the government will take care of me. I don't need this. Wow. And she walked out of the door. Now, when Roosevelt and them were in place, if you were going to collect welfare, you went out and took cleaned up the trash or you fixed holes in the street or you did something. You worked of some nature. You understand? Yeah. 
And they got away from that. When they started giving money away and welfare, and I knew people, I'm a street guy. So every hustle in the street, I am very aware of. And I knew people that used to live in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, and they would get on, and these are women. They would get on a train and they would go up all the way up towards Boston and, and stop at different cities where they had an address and they were collecting welfare checks. Scam. Yeah. There were more scams involved in the welfare business. Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's why now, to, like today, a lot of people, you know, working people, they have this stigma towards people that get food stamps and stuff. They have this like resentment, you know, and they think they're all the same because of how some people play the system. And I see people sit, come up to me and try to sell theirs and for cash. And, and, oh, you know no, they I mean? played and, the system terrible. It's, uh, it's yeah. unbelievable. But, you know, but nobody wanted to look at it. They let it get out of hand. Uh -huh. So, again, you're talking about hypocrisy. Yeah, let it get out of hand. And also something I, I thought and I seen and too the reason was, why the government let it get out of hand is because it separates people and it causes confusion. The reason why you have people getting elected and, and some people not being elected and should be elected is because people don't turn out to vote like they used to. Right. Ever stop and think about that? Yeah, actually, I, we did a, a, a show on that, too. Uh, you know, a lot of people kind of like not wanting to vote or saying, what's the point? Or, you know, Listen, not that really makes taking me, that. They make me laugh. They called us gangsters when I was a kid. You know, and it and, and makes me laugh like hell as to who the real gangsters are. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly who they are. <laughs> I watched the changes happen in our society. And, and I remember when, and, and one of the reasons why we're doing this book is these books and, and the movies and series that we're going to do is because I'm going to show how in the beginning, 1900, we're going back to when the beginning, when, when organized crime was put together, the government, industry, organized crime and unions were all partners. And the money that they made illicitly in the street, they put back into the growth of a nation. My father ran all the all the waterfronts, the unions and everything. They created jobs for people because their original source of income was loan sharking, gambling, extortion. If you didn't have money, how could you pay them? So they made sure you went to work. Mm -hmm. You understand? Just like the number business when they had, when they used to write numbers in the street, your chances of winning the numbers was a thousand to one. Do you know what your chance of winning the lottery is? Uh, probably a little bit less. I mean, twenty-five more. million okay. to one. Oh yikes! <laughs> oh, I haven't won yet. <laughs> so people people that played numbers every day for a quarter or for fifty cents. You know, and if they hit the number of the day and they all, they wanted winners. So if you got a hundred dollars, you bought a gift for your family, you had money to do something. You know, it's a whole different scenario. There were number writers in every every neighborhood who took action, number it. And, and if you were a family that needed a hundred dollars or fifty dollars, they would lend you the money. All that was wiped out. When, they, when Nixon made bookmaking a felony, there were housewives that used to sit at home 
and answer the phone, and they would take the numbers down. They were they were just like 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 an like an accountant, you know, and they would write all the slips. Would they fill out all the slips? Somebody would come by and pick them up and take them into the into the bank, and that person got 150 bucks a week when they made the felony. All that and that 150 dollars that lady spent in the neighborhood, the grocery store, buying clothes for their children, buying bicycles, doing, putting things into the environment. Right. That was all taken away. One swoop, boom. Wow. Because he got six months automatically if you got caught bookmaking. So anything someone can do to take care of their family, you know. I understand. It became they, illegal. They, they, instead, they come out with the lottery. And you say, where's the money? Where's the money from the lottery? It was supposed to do this. It was supposed to do that. Where is it? (laughs) Not in education, I tell you that much. You understand? So the hypocrisy once again. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's why we're writing the books that we're gonna tell the truth. And it was time for people to really open up their minds and understand that there is reality here. Mm-hmm. We've been unplugged from the matrix, I said. I, I did a show. I said, now we're physically unplugged because we have no choice. Now let's go ahead and mentally, mentally unplug yourself and get start thinking. Use this time you're in the house, you know, <laughs> to, to get a grasp. Because, you know, people are moving all the time and working or you're stressing because you got to take care of the family or you're in your phone. Everybody's in their phone. You know, distracted from the bigger picture, what's going on? You're not thinking for yourself, you know. And it's kind of like you believe anything, you stand for for nothing, you know. You just fall for anything, anything they tell you. Everything from the news, the news said, they said, they said. I said, who's they? I don't know them. I said, that's what they said. That's what I tell people, and they say, they said, that's what they tell us. I don't really know. You know what I mean? That I, they tell us anything. They pick and choose what they want to put out. For like hours, like right now in my living room, they are still pumping out numbers of the death toll. But on the other hand, they're saying a whole other state is letting up on their uh, lockdown, which had high numbers. But over here, two more weeks, and we see the peak going up more next week in California. I was like, kind of sensitive to me. How do you even they know? Don't the have, they, don't have, they, they don't have the proper testing equipment, the proper mask, or all this mask stuff and everything. You know, they, it's just social distancing from each other. It's just, to me, is you know, just, they're putting fear in people that is, that is very sad. It's going to be a, a hard turnaround, boy. Not good. Yeah. So, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's yeah. my take. <laughs> 2020. Welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But hey, on a, on a good, on a, a better note that, you know, it's awesome to have someone like yourself and people you're working with that's willing, you know what I mean? And, and desires to, to give people the truth. Because, you know, some people don't, wouldn't even care. Some people know things and rather sit on it and rather than empower and inform people so they could, you know, be aware. I'm aware of that. Watch the changes every day and I just shake my head. You know, it's just, uh, just, just so sad how they've allowed corporate world to rob people in everyday life. 
And the biggest thief of all is Big Pharma. They're manufacturing drugs that are killing people. Yeah. And yeah. there's no doubt about it. The statin drugs kill people. Whether they want to ever admit it, they, they, they're killing people every day. Yep. I just, uh, I shake my head. And I just, you know, I, well, you do what you got to do. But anyway. Yeah. I nice talking to you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. I, you know, I, I like talking to you, you know, because you always have, you bring something, you know, you bring knowledge, you bring facts, you, 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 well, you, you can get in touch with me anytime you want. Yes. And I appreciate you so much. And I'm definitely want to uh, read all your books and I would love for you to come back every time and keep, I want my show to be a place where people get something from. They get truth from because you call me anytime I, you want, Brandy. I appreciate it. I love you, and I'm so blessed to know you. And uh, you keep doing what you're doing because uh, we need you. Needs to be done right now, boy. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. And if you need me for anything, I'm down, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you take care. Have a great day. You hear? You too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. Jocko Holleran, thank you so much for stopping by and spending time with us again. It's always a pleasure and you're more than welcome back here. A voice to be reckoned with with Brandy J.